I need to clean my phone. Ew, like there's stuff in my 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 vibrate. You gotta get the uh, you gotta get the what's the name? What's they called? A, a toothbrush, toothpick. Oh yeah, I could do that too. Yeah, you get the toothpick. Yeah, because I'm like, what is going on? Do you ever watch like the videos on TikTok where they be cleaning the? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. My thing, mm-hmm. I love car detailing videos. Like I do too. I love car t- car detailing. Like yo, if I had, I'm telling you, there are so many things I would do if I wasn't a creative. One of them would be car detailing. Mm. The other probably would be I would go to school for audiology so I could do remove earwax from people's uh, ears. I get annoyed with that because I'd be like. First of all, I really feel like people that be do, like y'all take it too long. Like get the fuck. No, because some of them do be playing around. Like get that shit out of there. Like some of y'all be like playing with the wax and shit, and some of them like like with the blackheads they be playing like pop squeeze oh it. Oh my squeeze. gosh! Yes, it be. I be like y'all playing on purpose. I really be sitting there like, can you just like take it out of there? <laughs> pull, take the wax out of there. Pull the fucking wax out of there and stop playing. with I don't me. understand why it's taking you so long to get this shit out. I like, think I would be. I think I, that would be fun. Really? Yes. I would get annoyed after a while. Like, really? Yeah. I really would. I don't know, because I like, kind of like get like a You know, I would be annoyed if like nobody was coming into my office with a lot of wax. Yeah, I'd be like, why are you... Like, girl, if you don't go get a Q-tip, right. here. Well, no, you can't say that as an audience. And then I'm going to charge you. Uh, oh. Excuse me. You with these zippers? <laughs> Everybody say hi to Brandon again. Hey, Brandon. <laughs> hey, babe. He <laughs> 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 just minded his business, like, okay, like, damn. We gotta get in studio. I know. Dollar sign here, real fast. You know, this is the cash app. You know what? I really was like, I should have like tweeted. I, we should have went to the Drake concert. Cause it, no, because hear me out. Cause this man is just giving money. So um, there was a man at the concert that said his girlfriend had just dumped him. Yeah. He gave him 50K. Anybody could write that shit on an oak tag paper. You know, go to Dollar Tree, spend $3 on a pen, on a marker, yeah. and write, my girlfriend just dumped me, so I came to see you, yeah. and get $50,000. So why didn't we go Oh, cause I and say, we're trying to start a studio, Drake. Like, what's up? Yeah, but then it's like, I had to sit through a Drake concert. Not really. After he gives us the money, we can go. Well, he probably had to wait until he probably didn't give him the 50K on the spot. I mean, but I think you can suffer through a Drake concert for... Can I mean, I? he actually puts on a really good show. I've seen him no, three times already. Wait, okay, wait, because no, he hasn't, because I've been seeing the videos on TikTok of the girlie saying that the show is not that great, because he's not even, like, he's not singing, like, all of the songs, or he's not, like, performing them the way that people want to hear them. Damn. Yeah, so the people aren't, aren't even impressed with the show. Oh, uh, so this is tired Drake now, because, like, when I saw Drake, it was like, he was still kind of his prime. Yeah. He was giving it to us. Like, no. he actually was a really good performer. I ain't gonna front. Mm. It was good, but mm. I was, I could care less about 21 Savage. Is he even still on tour? Who? 21 Savage with Drake, because nobody's talking about him. It's just like... I mean, what is? I mean, I like 21 Savage, but what is there to talk about? I just feel like... I don't know. That's why I feel like... I'm like, Drake, why did you go on tour with him? Because they might have been... You know, they're cool and shit. Who else would he go on tour with? You could just go by yourself. He's not Beyonce. But you, he's done it before, so I'm just trying to figure oh. this out. Like he And he realized he wasn't Beyonce. <sighs> well, it's all right. Next up is Usher. Oh. Ooh, that's going to be a mess when them tickets go on sale. Well, guess what? I'm going to be right to give me a napkin because it's about to be messy for me, okay? Oh, my God. Because I'm getting it. I don't care. The only reason I will not go is if it's the day of the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Other than that. Uh, that's real. Um, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Usher is. Oh, yeah. my God. All right. I think we can go ahead and start the show. Let's start the show. Hey everyone! What is happening? What's goody? Um, I'm sure you're like, this is interesting if you're used to watching us on YouTube. Yes. I want to say this is my fault. It's okay. It's yeah. Throwback Thursdays. Yeah, Throwback Thursdays. I forgot to bring the camera. I'm so sorry. You know, and y'all will be okay. You will be, because the cocktail will still be here. And that just shows how dedicated we are. Period. You know what I mean? It was like, we still gonna do it, because y'all still gonna listen. Yeah. And y'all still going to give a review. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it's going to be. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, anyway, I'm your girl, Sierra T. I'm your girl, Sherelle B. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Where we wrap the culture up in color. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Episode 31. 30. No, that can't. One. 31. It has to be 31, right? Or well, is it 32? You put 30 on the thing. Hold on. Oh, say. my God. It is 31. Okay, so it is Absolutely 31. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Hold on, put your... I got you. This needs to be facing your mouth. Oh. Yeah. There, okay, we, go. there we go. <laughs> there we go. Yes, Sorry, yes, y'all. yes. It's okay. But anyway. Um, yeah, episode 31 in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, no announcements, really. No, no, not right now. Not right now. Not right now. Not right now. We do have some ideas for next year. Ciao. We're really excited. And for those of you who are new here, we do go on a break. Oh, okay? yeah. So, Good to know. Yeah, you know, because, you know, we don't get paid for this. So, right. you know, life be life. Life be life. And the holidays are coming up. Right. So, uh, you know, how about to be slim for me? So, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. Like, it's giving $25 or less. Right. So, our last episode of this season is what we say, November 4th, I said. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Sometime next month. The, yeah, sometime the first week of, uh, <laughs> you know, that November. first Thursday of next month is yeah. going to be the last episode of the season. Basically. Basically. Anyway, sis, mm-hmm. what can't you wrap your head around? I really cannot wrap my head around, y'all, celeb- like people getting mad at celebrities for saying no. Oh. So, like, I saw that there was, like, this, I mean, it. I wouldn't even say it went viral, mm-hmm. but it was just one clip of Anthony Mackie. Clearly, the man is enjoying his solitude. Oh, wow. He's smoking a cigar. It looks mm-hmm. like he's at, like, a tailgate or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this older black woman comes up to him and asks him, will you take a picture of my grandson? Oh. And Anthony Mackie clearly says, "You." He like, somebody's filming him doing that. He's going, absolutely not. <gasps> just like that. He didn't say a rude. He didn't put yeah. his hands up. He just, he listened to the lady, mm-hmm. and she said he said she he, he said absolutely not. And then she actually wanted him to. She was like, "So you're not gonna take a picture of my grandson?" And he was like, "No, I will not." Damn. And you have a great day. And in my opinion, because somebody like of course some people come. I remember meeting Anthony Mackie. He told me no as well. Like here's how I feel. Yeah. I really think people need to wrap their head around. Celebrities being regular people people. with Mm -hmm. just cool ass jobs. That's all it is. So Mm -hmm. imagine you're sitting there smoking a cigar, cheering on your favorite football team, and all of a sudden a bunch somebody come up to you randomly talking about, can you take a picture with my kid? No. (laughs) No, I cannot. I'm over here smoking a cigar. Your kid shouldn't even be over here. 
Was he like sitting outside at a restaurant or something? No, it, it looked like he was at like a tailgate or something. He was outside. Oh, okay. You okay. know what I'm saying? But it was just like, yeah. it was giving, he was having grown people time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm yes. just like. Yeah. It's just like when they did that to Omari Hardwick and that girl was like, he was so rude. And but forgive oh, the man. Yeah, like I don't remember that. Oh my God. Some girl went um went viral basically. She wanted to take a picture with Omari Hardwick. Yeah. And he said no, because he was with his family. You mm-hmm. know, he was eating. Yeah. And she kept asking and he was like, you know, young lady, I'm from what I like, reports come out of oh, he seems like a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't yell and all that stuff like that. Right. And he just kept saying, like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? And she gets on social media and says how oh, he's rude and like just was, you know. So he went on a breakfast club and was like, actually, right. I was eating dinner mm-hmm. with my family who I see, I don't know, once a month for like two hours. Right. So, <clears throat> no, at that moment, I did not want to take a picture with you. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, thank you for watching Power. I appreciate the support. But no, and I just, I just think it's kind of messed up how people yeah. like you really trying to make Anthony Mackie go viral because he said no. I missed this. I didn't even see this at all. Child. This is news to me. Yeah, it was like that's what I'm saying. It it went viral, but not really. Yeah. I was like, yeah. It was just the way he said it for me. Mm-hmm. He was just like, absolutely not. Damn. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I would be. I would feel salty if a celebrity told me no. But I mean, I'd be like, you know, I get it. Like, but also, I'm not wanting to approach celebrities anyway. But especially that where people are eating or like, yeah. they like they chilling. Like that's weird too. Right. I might be like, oh my god, that's Anthony Mack. Like pointing. Right. I might wave, but I'm not gonna be like, yeah, you know. Child. Yeah, that's really weird. Because like, stop acting like you his biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so that's what I can't wrap my head around. I'm just kind of like, why are y'all acting so weird? Because somebody told y'all no. Right. Y'all some privileged assholes. Very interesting. Yeah. Huh. People mm-hmm. are weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like, and then all these, like, that happened to me one time when I met, um, you know, Sukiana. She told me no. Oh, people love to bring up their stories about. Like, okay. <laughs> People love to bring up their stories. I don't think I've ever been told no by a celebrity, like for like a picture or anything like that. I, I ha- no, I haven't, but I saw it happen in person. Damn. From what's the dude hanging with Mr. Cooper? What's his name? Uh, Mark. Mark Cooper. I never forget. This was okay. I'm about to date myself. I oh was, my god, I, for real! I was at a Washington Bullets game. Remember, it was the wow. Bullets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Damn. It was at a Washington Bullets game. And we were like in the 200 regular section or something with the people, well, you know, regular people. I look down, there's Mark Cooper. I'm like, oh my God, mom. I've seen him at a Knicks game before too. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, mom, there's Mark Cooper. So I'm like, should I, can I go over say meet him or whatever? So I'm about to go walk over to him and I see this little white boy go up to him. And this white boy, I'm like, I'm close. I can hear what's going on. And the white boy's like, he's like sitting right in front. He stops right in front. Can I get your autograph? And he's like, no, get out of here. <laughs> and the funny thing is probably like the parent was probably like oh my god like yo the, i think the little boy was by himself or whatever damn yeah i think like probably his parents sent them over like the way because he was like sitting on the, basically like, kind of like the same row but imagine like it's just open seats and anybody can walk through like mm. it's like the the first row in a, in a section or whatever so you could walk right up to him or whatever right yeah and it, <laughs> he told him no get out of here <laughs> <laughs> I turned around so goddamn right, like, You know what? My mom was like, what happened? I'm like, he told that little boy no. So I was like, I'm, I'm just, I'm cool. 
Damn, he might have told a little black girl yes, though. That's I, the crazy part. He might have told a little black girl. I was like, I don't want no parts, He might have just had a bad day with the whites. I was like, you know what? He said it to that white boy. Who knows what the hell he said to me? That I was, part. I don't want no parts of it. That is hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I don't like it. I like, get it. Y'all need to really grow up. I get real. it. I get it. What about you? What can you have your head around? Um, I want the government to know, oh. Naviant, Nelnet, whoever, I've already forgiven myself for these student loans. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Y'all can leave me alone. You Damn. can you can stop emailing me talking about. Don't forget about your payments. I've been I've been forgotten about them for the last three years. What's one more year? You gotta pay a little bit though. I'm not I'm not doing it. We're gonna go back to how we were, where I was deferring them constantly, and that's gonna be it. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Give Unless you just want to bring it down some more. Yeah, maybe that's something. Like, like yeah, like if it, you know you know, yeah, like there. That's fine. Mm-hmm. There you go. That better. That's better. That, yes. that makes you feel better. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but one day you're gonna have to buy a house, and that's gonna like, you know, unless you're like, you know, condo life. No, even then you still uh, have yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, listen, millennials are poor. We are. I don't even know if a house is in my future. You know what? Because avocado toast, apparently, according to boomers, is taking up so much of my money. Wait, what? That was a sad. That was satire, Cheryl. You know, a lot of the boomers be like, "If you stop buying so much avocado toast, you could afford." Yeah, but house. avocados don't even stop like that. I don't they really don't. Know. Like, I don't know what what who, the choke like, is. Like, that's who. Who are these? That you know. You know what's so funny to me? Like when people be like, things that are like made popular. Yeah. Sometimes it only points to like white people. It doesn't include like. Mm-hmm. You know. Because I'm. I really. I can't. I don't know that many black people eating avocado toast. No, or avocados. Like I mean, guacamole is different for sure, for sure. Simone makes guacamole. Oh, does she really? Yeah, she makes it like just as a snack or yeah. like some nachos and keep moving. Yeah, but like just avocado toast. No, no. Only time I'm eating avocado was in sushi. Like that's it. You know, I've had avocados before, like in something. I was like, I don't hate it, but I'm not in love with it either. And they be putting it on a toast. And then putting the egg on top of it, mm. and then the egg be yeah, like no. the egg be over easy. Oh, you! Don't, I can't stand when that egg is running. Yeah, like Cook why? that motherfucker. Like I want my eggs scrambled. Yeah, hard. Yo, my eggs fried. Yes, hard. Yes. Why is it running? Why are you running? You know what I'm saying? Like seriously, I don't understand <laughs> people that are like yeah, I want sunny side up. Like oh, you're sick. You sick? Like so, unless it's a boiled egg, we're that's already the only eating thing. eggs. I was telling Brandon that I can't really, like, eggs have, like, scrambled eggs make me nauseous. It's weird, because I had, like, boiled eggs for mm-hmm. breakfast. Yeah. Perfectly fine. But something about scrambled eggs. Remember when that last time you and Simone stayed at night, you made eggs the next morning, and I couldn't wash the the pot? Cause yeah. Washing eggs off of, like, scrambled, it makes me nauseous. I get that. I, I understand that. Ooh, ooh, just the thought about to make me gay. Yeah, no, I get Mm-mm. it. I do. Mm-mm. I really do understand. Yeah. Anyway, I won't be paying them damn... Uh, you have to like at least make like one payment a hey, year, at least. Sherelle, we're poor. I get it. I do. <laughs> but you want to buy? Poor. I get it. <laughs> you want to buy a house one day, or you know something. <laughs> we're poor, Sherelle. <laughs> we can't afford a fucking house. I can't even afford to think about a house right now. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Side note before we get started, mm-hmm. like planning a wedding really opens your goddamn eyes to certain things. Oh, like, sure it does. Y'all are smoking. Let me tell you something. Y'all are smoking crack, especially like these Instagram weddings. Mm-hmm. 
how. I know. I know. I got a quote for catering. Yes. For $14,000. What? For catering. Fourteen thousand, not fourteen hundred. No, not one four zero. Fourteen thousand seven hundred and thirty-five dollars and thirty-nine cents, to be exact. So we're close to fifteen thousand dollars. Does that include like a dessert table? No, no, no. This is yes, it does. But like, so basically, what I'm what we're learning is like with catering. They'll sit there and be like, "Oh, you need like eighteen servers." No, I don't. No, I don't. Right. Like she quoted me for, I think it was like 17, like 17 staff, an event manager, a sous chef, this person, this person, seven servers and two bartenders. And I'm like, um, I don't need seven servers, maybe about four or five, two bartenders is cool. But why is the event manager there? What do you need? What do you need? What the hell? Yeah. So basically long story short. They're not yeah. involved, but damn, mm-hmm. a lot of companies I'm sure you find are like, they be making a killing on these weddings because I am seriously considering a career change because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm in the wrong business because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. niggas is getting over, over, over the rainbow, Patty LaBelle over the rainbow. You know what I'm saying? Over somewhere over the I'm rainbow like, into your pockets. Yeah. But anyway. Yep. So I understand. Yeah, niggas mm-hmm. is broke. It's like, you know yeah, what? Niggas and you My aunt and Uncle Daryl cooking don't sound how bad right now. But we know. Listen, do that. I would be using my resources. Get your ass in the who Girl, we could talk later. Okay. Listen. I done pulled out my Girl Scout badge for real. Listen, I'm looking like who's gonna do what? Who's gonna cook what? Who's gonna serve what? We'll figure it out. Anywho, let's get into the show. Child, it's a lot of politics this episode, y'all. Yes, lots Sorry. and lots of politics. Your po- politicians have been acting the fuck up, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, it just it is what it is. So we just going we just gonna go right into it. Like, yep. so Kevin McCarthy, the former House Speaker, um, was literally expelled, mm-hmm. out outed uh, early this week, and over some nonsense. Like basically. This is a lesson, like, if you just be, like, being a racist and a bigot and just not being a nice person, it's just not going to go anywhere with you. Yeah. You know, it's just not going to, it's not going to help, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I'm just going to read this from ABC News, because this is, like, literally was, like, breaking news all week. So, um, a showdown with a breakaway fraction of his own party, so a House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy, removed as leader of the chamber, um, and this is the first time in history, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Republican Rep. Matt Gates and, you know, child uh, groomer. Ooh. Of Florida led the charge against McCarthy. So basically, what's happening is Republicans are against Republicans now. It's no longer Democrats against Republicans. These re- these Republicans are against each other. You know what I mean? This is so crazy. But go ahead. Okay, Gates actually introduced a so-called motion to uh, vacate after criticizing how McCarthy has handled spending and budget fights since Republicans retook majority control of the chamber and claiming that McCarthy can't be trusted. Ooh, <laughs> for Matt Gates. <laughs> For Matt, like, I, I need everybody to pay attention to the irony mm-hmm. of that man starting this. Yeah. Matt Gates, the one who has faced sex, child sex crime charges. Yo. To literally and literally call another person and say that they can't be trusted is insanity, right? Yes. Okay. 
And basically, like, uh, McCarthy was like, I don't really care what he say. I'm not going to wear woo woo woo. Mm, okay. Anyways, um, yeah, mm-hmm. um, it just didn't work. Like, even the Democratic major- uh, minority was like, yeah, we're actually going to side with them and get him out of here. Yeah. So that's the first time in history that a speaker has been removed. I didn't know that could, that could happen. Mm. I didn't know that that was a thing that like you could be expelled or removed or voted out of your job like that. Yep. And ter- it's like as House of- Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. Wow. So who is the new Speaker of the House or who will be appointed? So as of right now, it's just like an interim. Yeah. Um, will be named quickly, but now now, it's weird because you would think that Hakeem Jeffries would mm-hmm. be, but you know, I mean, he's the Democratic like majority, but House Speaker is a little different. Yeah. So and it's looking like McCarthy is not going to. Uh, run again for speaker. So I mean, that would make sense seeing as how we just voted you out. Yeah. Um. But it's just, this, it's just the fact that Matt, Matt Gates is the one that was like, mm, we can't trust this guy. He has to go. You know what though? That From Florida. That doesn't surprise me because people don't take like, unfortunately, people don't take like child abuse, sexual assault cases as seriously as like racism right now because racism is so hot right. Right. Now. It's so, you know, that's the hot topic, the hot issue right now. But I have a, I actually have a problem with the Democrats, like, kind of siding with the Republicans. It was like, mm-hmm. once again, y'all are not paying attention to what's going on right now. So, like, I'm going to read what Hakeem Jeffries actually said. Mm-hmm. He said, um, it is our hope that traditional Republicans will walk away from MAGA extremism and join us in partnership for the good of the country. Right? Okay. But you're still not, you're not paying attention. Like, that's exactly what they want you to do. Yes. And you're not paying attention. Yes. So, um... It is what it is. So it's looking like Representative Patrick McHenry. Patrick McHenry. Mm-hmm. Ew. North Carolina um, will be named the pro temp. We'll see okay. what happens. So, okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. It's it's a lot been going on Capitol Hill. Yeah. So between this, um, they literally was almost in a government shutdown over the weekend. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get Representative Jamal Bowman out of here mm-hmm. because he they claim he deliberately pulled the fire alarm when she, I mean, as a former educator, I think you would know mm-hmm. what a fire alarm looks like. So I don't know why he. It sounds like a BS excuse. Yeah, I mean, it it's like, like just just admit that you tried to yeah. like delay the vote. Is that? That's really all you have to say. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> like, like cut the shit. I really need like, all right, you you not not what's this red thing that says fire on it? Yeah, like come on, son. Come on. <laughs> I thought it was a door exit. Like you've been on Capitol Hill long enough. You know where all the exits are. And exit doors that, that alarm will say, it says it like three times on the door. It says it on the door, on the thingy which you push. I don't have time. I don't have the time. Uh, I don't know. I don't have the time. It's too much going on. I hate it. I hate it. Well, congratulations to you, Kevin. Right. That's what happens when you add it. Like, Oh, the irony of Matt Gates! Like that's what it is for me. It's just like, yo, for you to sit here and talk about you can't, like he can't be trusted. Like yeah. if I was, if I was Kevin McCarthy, I'd be like, you want to run up, run up these child sex crimes? You want to talk about child? Listen, see, they don't, they like to your point, they don't go low enough for me because that would have been, I would have had that floor on fire. Like I really believe, and let's just unpack it. I really feel like we should all start getting into our low era. I do. I'm, okay. I'm actually like I love Michelle in. Obama, but I can't I can't stay high anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a TikTok that said, "Good women are dead, evil bitches rise I saw up." That. I saw and, that. Um, I'm standing up. I saw that. I'm standing up because I'm just like 
Mm-hmm. If, if that were me, like, I would have been like, play the ether Yo, real quick. please. Play it, because I'm about to drag this man for Phil talking I about trust. I keep a folder of receipts on my fucking computer. Don't. On every every one of you bitches in here, just in case somebody has something. Ooh, another indictment? Right. <laughs> Ooh, another accusation? Hold on, let me type in my search for your name on my... Right. Because I'm airing it out. We want to talk about trust. Okay. How's that uh, 14-year-old that you were trying to get to have sex with you? Quickly. Quickly. She of age yet? Oh, okay. Sick. <sighs> Speaking of being of age. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I want you. <laughs> I really want you. I want you. I need you to tighten up. <laughs> I need you. I really need you to tell you that right now. Like, oh, your girl Diane Feinstein finally kicked the bucket at Oh, NBA. my God. Well, yeah, she did. She died. Listen, there's been a lot of conversation around her. <sighs> and people are like, you know, millennials don't vote enough. Your, your group, your age group doesn't vote enough in order for, you know, this. But if your person refuses to give up their seat, there is nothing that we can do. And Diane Feinstein choosing to hold the seat until she literally fucking died the same way that RBJ or whoever the hell her name decided to, to die in office continuously fucks us. So while white women like to sit here and think that they're, I'm going to be a superhero, I'm going to stay into this position because I'm saving democracy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to stay into this position until I want someone else because Gavin Newsom was, was saying that he was going to replace her with a black woman anyway. Yeah. So that's one one of the reasons why she didn't want to give up, leave, leave that place. The same way RBJ didn't want to leave because Obama was going to p- replace her with somebody else. Yeah. And she didn't like that. Yeah. So again, your your idea of like thinking like, well, I don't want to be replaced by someone who right. I think is lesser than me. Hmm. And I'm just going to... Hmm. And then now it. we're waiting on you to hopefully, you know, your eye dries out so you can vote this time. Yeah. This like... Yeah, it's wild. It's really, really wild. Like, I'm gonna send, I'm gonna read the tweet. Like, so I sent um I sent sis this tweet early because mm. I was like, girl. <laughs> like and now, you, she thought she thought she ate down too. Right, so like she said, um, oh wait. Oh yeah, same mm-hmm. thing. So this uh, this one lady, she said, I interned for Diane Feinstein for six months, no pay. In exchange, I was promised a letter of recommendation for law school. One month before I left D.C. and one year after, I asked about my letter. She never wrote it. Girl, did you really think you was going to get a letter written after you? Why? Girl, like, Mm-mm. first of all, even when you're an intern, regardless of if you're getting paid or not, you have to sign paperwork. Yep. Meaning you are agreeing to not be paid. Mm-hmm. Meaning I don't have to do anything for you. Yep. You're just doing whatever you want. Mm-hmm. you're doing whatever I asked you to do so goof she thought she ate down um, mm-hmm. but it just wow. wasn't like um, but I mean she did kind of go in like I'm looking at the um, the thread and she was saying I saw firsthand how she treated corporate lobbyists compared to constituents mm-hmm. um, yeah she but then other people under there was like girl I, I don't know what she want me to say I mean use an intern yeah I mean, at least she got into law school. She did get into law school and graduated, but... Oh, okay, well, like, congrats, girl. Yeah, I don't know. Take that with you. 
Gavin Newsom did keep his promise. I keep looking because I think there's a camera there. Um, I know it's hard. It's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Um, Gavin Newsom did keep his promise. He did uh, fill that seat with a black woman. So LaFonza Butler mm-hmm. um, was sworn in actually by her former boss, Vice President Kamala Harris. Hey. So she is the third black woman mm-hmm. to ever serve in Senate. Um, third. That's wild. But the first openly LGBTQ person to uh, serve the state of California. Oh, nice. So shout out to her. Um, Love that. I know. I'm wondering how Barbara <laughs> Lee feels about this because Barbara Lee, Representative Barbara Lee, was pretty much, quote unquote, promised that yeah. seat. And that wasn't the case. So I don't know. This is a mess. And this all stems from when, when Kamala left, Gavin was supposed to yep. uh, replace Kamala with a, a black woman then. So... Something tells me Gavin Newsom is going to run for president. Probably, but he... I don't know about Because the way that he's... Just, I mean, when I say he's been in the news... He has. He was like did pretty much like being a commentator for... Yes, he was. What was that? The Republican... Yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't like, understand it. I was like, okay. Yeah. But I, something about him tell me he ain't shit, though. I get ain't shit vibes from him. From what I read about Gavin Newsom and like different reports that I've written, like he doesn't seem like a bad dude. Yeah, no. You know, he, he doesn't seem... I think he... from I kind of get like he's... I feel like he'd be pulled in different directions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. because it's California and California is such a, you know, totally dude type state and, you know, progressive <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think people forget that, like, he's a politician and has to do what's right yeah. financially. Yes. Yes. And stuff. Like, you know, in San Francisco, what's going on reparations? They looking at him like, and he's like, mm-hmm. I hear y'all, but like, do we have the funds to give all like there's two, right. there's two, there's a lot of eligibility eligibility stuff that like I can't just give all black people money right we can't just do that so this is it's not gonna happen anytime soon mm-hmm. it's been voted on but like okay you know what he seems like to me like a he'll make a bad decision and then he'll have to do refix it later yeah and that's I think that's the ain't shitness I'm talking about instead of like like he gives me Gemini vibes maybe. Mm. Perhaps like, he could be a Gemini. I'm just kind of. We curious. might have like a Gemini moon, Gemini rising. Yeah, you know. I don't know. Like he just, um, I'm curious. Like I, I, I don't know. Um, he is. Where is your birthday? Oh, what? oh no, that's no, that's not his birthday. Wikipedia. <laughs> oh no, what? October 10th. So his birthday is next week. Oh, he's a Libra. Libra. Oh wow! Oh, I didn't see that one coming. Anyway, okay, well, so whatever. Anyway, okay, well, so that's what's going on in California. Y'all really need to pay attention for real, for real. Listen, we're not fucking with y'all next year. We're not fucking around on this. Like, there's gonna be hella politics on this show. We're not playing around. Oh my god! Okay. I'm just trying to tell y'all, like, don't, don't, don't. Like, I'm trying to, like, seriously. Don't ask me about no two hundred dollar dates, nigga. Who are you voting for? Yes, it, like, I'm so tired of forty five year old men talking about that. Like, girl. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, you know what? While we're on California, yeah, um, there's a black San Francisco Republican that's being charged with murder, like gruesome murder, girl, like, girl. Girl love. Yeah. It's, um, it looks pretty nasty, y'all. An ex-San Francisco Republican official made a name for himself as an advocate for men who said they were falsely accused of sexual harassment. Hmm. He is now accused of murdering his fiance, 
whose dismembered body was found on a California shoreline. Joseph C. Roberts, a 42-year-old Navy veteran who lives in Pleasanton, was arrested this month after DNA evidence reportedly connected him to the killing of Rachel Elizabeth Amani, his 27-year-old fiancé. Buckner's body was found wrapped in black plastic bags and duct tape in July, according to the Mercury News, which obtained court documents de detailing the investigate investigation. Her body was missing its head, <gasps> hands, and feet. Oh, she's a pretty girl. She was oh, a pretty my girl God. Too. Yes. I saw the story, but I couldn't like take myself to like yeah. read it. The Standard has since learned that Roberts was among the delegates elected in March 2020 to serve on the San Francisco Republican County Central Committee. Um John did John Dennis chairman of the local Republican party was shocked when the standard told him about the arrest. Um, now Roberts has made a name for himself as an advocate for men who said they were falsely accused of sexual harassment in college. He hailed Trump appointee Betsy DeVos as a hero. Oh, oh God. No. As a hero. When the education secretary unveiled new title nine rules, bolstering due process rights for college students accused of sexual misconduct. I forgot about that lady. I oh did. my God. Yes. Robert said in numerous interviews that he was wrong. He was wrongly accused of sexual harassment and suspended from Savannah state university in Georgia Ooh. in 2013. Oh, so this man is hella weird. This is weird. This is weird that you would be considered someone who is an advocate and a leader yeah. for men who are falsely accused of rape, but now your DNA is linked for, linked to this woman saying that you killed her and dismembered her body. Oh my gosh! Yo, wow! This is that's wild. This is absolutely bizarre. Oh my gosh! Yo. Oh. Um. Oh God! See, and this, see, we sit here talking about background checks for guns. Yeah. We need background checks on just every fucking body. Mm -hmm. We need background checks on these politicians. Y'all quit, you know, because they put in a little suit and a little tie, and because they black, you know, Democratic or Republican, and they use, you know, they use words like vote, mm -hmm. poor, whatever. You know, all of a sudden, like, you know, they just they they just out here running the country, making decisions for everybody. Right. In the meantime, they out here killing people, committing <sighs> fraud, being racist. This is crazy. Child. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Wow. I'm trying. Okay, so I'm trying. I'm just like, okay. Roberts has regularly posted photographs of himself online with celebrities and other notable figures, ranging from Warriors player Steph Curry and businessman Mark Cuban to Vice President Kamala Harris. Two images he purportedly posted: one of him standing next to San Francisco's mayor in black tie attire, and another of an $1,800 receipt for a table for two at the French Laundry caught the attention of the fellow Republican delegate. Um, so now allegedly, <laughs> wait a minute. However, a spokesperson for the French laundry said the receipt appeared to be a fake when the standard <laughs> shared the copy. <laughs> so he posted a receipt just to act like he would like went to this restaurant or whatever. Oh my God. Who posts a receipt? Like that's weird in itself. Who does that? Who just posts a receipt on social media? Who does that? Wow. I think this mugs is guilty. I think this man is guilty. Oh, absolutely. I think this man is guilty, y'all. Listen, DNA don't lie. So if the DNA already said that you are linked to this girl Ooh, and her murder. His constituents are airing his ass out in his article. Good for them. He was never conservative from the get-go, she said. The guy just reeked of liberal bullshit. Oh. Oh, my God. Mm, mm. 
And this, and this person is saying she turned down his sexual advances on multiple occasions and that their already poor relationship soured to the point that they tried to kick each other off the local Republican committee. Oh, this man was not shit. Oh, he had to go. Oh, he probably, he killed, he killed that woman, which oh, is a shame because she's very pretty. That's horrible, man. I don't like that. I don't like that. Oh my God. You really never know who are, who is, oh my God. Yeah. That's the crazy part. That's so scary. <sighs> oh my god i think we're done with oh wait well this is kind of political okay so i don't know if you guys have like been following what's going on with the fearless fund which is a venture capitalist uh fund in atlanta very very popular mm-hmm. i get their emails all the time actually we get their emails all the time they mm-hmm. email us all the time yep and um it's founded by rudy rudy huxbill uh, uh Knight pulliam pulliam mm-hmm. yeah and uh, Simone, Arian, Arian Simone, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's been a lot that's been going on with them. So after the whole affirmative action thing, this one conservative group filed a lawsuit against them saying that their practices of basically funding black women-owned businesses uh, was illegal and racist and all that stuff like that. And they've been in the fight to keep shit going. And another another L for them, um, even though they just had a win yeah. like a week ago, right? Yeah. So, okay. The 11th Circuit Court of Appeals in Atlanta ordered the Atlanta-based venture capital firm Fearless Fund to pause grant applications supporting black female founders while a lawsuit alleging racial discrimination works its way through the court. The ruling is the first legal win for the nonprofit American Alliance for Equal Rights, a conservative group. Yeah, order. This is my thing with this man. His name is Edru, Ed, Edward Bloom. Mm-hmm. This man had nothing to do with Fearless Fund. Of course he did. Absolutely not. However, he was... Um, a big factor in the whole affirmative action overturned by the yeah, Supreme Court. Right. Um, the Alliance actually sued the Fearless Fund in early August, alleging their $20,000 small business grant program was racially discriminatory because it was only for black women. The grant application was supposed to close on September 30th, but now must remain open until further order of the court. No grant winner will be decided. Like, I just can't imagine what these two women are going through right now because it's like, all that work and hard and all that work that they put together mm-hmm. to make a name for themselves because, you know, forgive us because, you know, black people had like a 400 year setback. Yeah. Um, yep. And as soon as we get ahead, here come these horrible people mm-hmm. that want to come and just take shit away from it. And it's just, it pisses me off. Like, I remember I wrote the story when it first broke about the lawsuit and my editor was like, that was so good. I was like, because I was so mad. Yeah. I was writing this like, how freaking dare you? Yeah. How dare you? Mm-hmm. The whole affirmative action thing just really grinds my gears above everything because it's like oh, for sure because it's like what for sure I'm so tired of like white people it's like all of a sudden it's like oh you know y'all really want too much y'all really want equal y'all really you know like and it's also like they it's like they want to be oppressed and they're like we yeah we're not we're not. And that's, ooh, okay, okay. Go ahead, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just read this bit because this is a lot. And like, I really am mm-hmm. encouraging you guys to really pay attention to what's going on with the Fearless Fund because this mm-hmm. is about to be a domino effect, mm-hmm. something serious. But, so the Alliance and Fearless met in federal court for the first time where lawyers for the Alliance asked U.S. District Court Judge Thomas Thrash to bar, to bar Fearless from enforcing their racial eligibility criteria for the grants, meaning... It shouldn't just be for black people. White women who get grants all the time just mm-hmm. for batting their eyes and flipping their hair. Yep. You know, Asian women, uh, everybody can get a grant, right? Mm-hmm. But Thrash denied the motion, saying the program sends a message that Fearless wants to support black women business owners and that the message is protected in free speech. 
In his written opinion, Thrash said the alliance failed to carry its burden to clearly show a likelihood of success on the merits and, and irreparable harm. So they were they were winning. They right. were winning for a minute. And then this crap. So then the alliance was like, that's not good enough. Now nah, we got to we got to do something else. They fired an emergency motion with the 11th district and a three judge panel overturned thrash ruling. So that's how this happened. Two judges sided with the alliance saying the plaintiffs have established an irreparable injury, calling the grant program racially exclusionary. One judge dissented siding with fearless. So two to one. The only reason that the fearless fund and entities like it even exists is because there were so many opportunities missed or denied to black women specifically. Mm -hmm. And so if my thing is like, if this, if they start with this, I'm thinking about how Goldman Sachs hmm. legit and they got big money. Goldman Sachs, Tory Burch. Mm-hmm. Some groups, mm -hmm. just like Alliance, have targeted McDonald's, mm -hmm. have targeted Target, Target, Target. Like there's, there's so much, and it's like, it's, it's excruciating. You it know, really, you know what I think it is because so okay, so something I learned about like with doing a collective curious and you know talking about certain things like mm -hmm. during the protest for George Floyd, a lot mm -hmm. of uh, there was the um. The 15% pledge. You yes. heard the 15% yes. pledge, mm -hmm. right? So basically, what that means, y'all, for those who listen, is like certain companies said that they were going to, but this was only in certain categories, and that is health and beauty. Yep. They were going to make sure that 15% of their shelves were lined with black-owned products. Yep. Okay? Mm -hmm. And so I think people are thinking black people are getting way too much recognition now mm -hmm. and feel like their opportunities are being taken away Agreed. from them. When you think about it, if my, if the store is made up of 100% and only 15% of the products right. are black like, owned. Y'all winning regardless. That means 85 other percent of the products in the store are right. white owned. And that's fucking crazy. Can't even have 15%. Like that, yeah. you want that, you, you have to have 100% of everything. Yes. It's absolutely fucking bizarre. And I, and obviously Racism pops up, and I tell y'all this all the time. Racism pops up into everything, and I truly believe that it is a part of this. Is going this, this might be a radical take here, but I do believe that at some point that like white supremacy mm. is the idea of like you need to share all the time. <laughs> I think it's like I don't think that is inherently, and I'm not gonna say like being selfish, right? But why aren't you sharing your cookies with who? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I think, yeah, I think it's a very white ideology to be like, mm -hmm. Oh, why can't Asian women or Latina women or other white women get money for this fearless fund? And it's like, it's not made for you. And, it's, and I'm going to go back again to when I was talking about BIPOC and that term BIPOC. Right. And there are so many stern differences in, and cultures and things in terms of like races and ethnicities and we cannot share everything and I'm so sorry and I don't mean to be offensive here but I don't want to share the things that are meant for black women only with everyone else it's it's a simple like that's it's a simple solution and it's I don't think that's radical at all mm -hmm. I don't think it is I think it's honest and I think it's 
correct. Yeah. I was having a conversation with Simone about that podcast girl that's going viral, Bobby. That white girl? Yeah. And I finally, I was having a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. on Twitter, like, um, shout out to Twin. Mm-hmm. And because I was like, y'all really attacking this white girl, but it's not her. Mm-hmm. We are the ones that are all all of your favorite hip hop heads have been on this white girl show. Hello. Now she's at, you know, on strip stripping poles with Sukiana. Mm-hmm. Why? She's literally doing the same thing that Funny Marco has been doing for years. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna quote my good sis Gabrielle Union. All she's doing is putting some blonde hair on it and calling it something different. Hello. That's all she did. Yeah. But y'all are attacking her. Why are y'all not going to Offset and be like, and you went to her show because Drake, you went to her show because. And listen, and it's also, and it's gaining like a lot of like views and listens because yeah. while they on there, you know, eating her up and shit like that, y'all, all of y'all are going over there, watching it, listening to right. it. Right. I don't, I don't understand it, but like, but then be like, I don't understand how she's getting so many. You niggas just, what do you, you mean? We constantly, and I literally said this to Simone, I said, we are literally just feeding into the white supremacy fire mm-hmm. with shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it might not be, like, y'all might be like, oh, sure, are you doing too much? Like, it's too deep. No, it's not. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly what y'all are doing. Like, you're literally giving this young, and, I, and that's not me hating on her. Right. You know, as a woman, go ahead, girl. Mm-hmm. But when I see the same content that this black man has been doing forever, has been doing forever, and she's the one that's going to get the New York Times mm-hmm. write-up. Mm-hmm. Not him. Yep. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm just not getting it. Meanwhile, you got podcast hosts like Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast, Sylvia O'Bell and and Scotty Beam, Gia Peppers, all these black women that are fighting for a seat at the table, going from this network to this network, for this couch to this couch, mm-hmm. just to be taken seriously. Yes. And meanwhile, we're the ones mm-hmm. that are making Bobby popular. We're the ones doing all that shit. Yep. Every time a white person knows how to dance to a fucking beat, y'all make them go viral. It be fucking blowing me. Like, what is the problem? I, I really can't blame white people for that. It's really black people. Yeah. Y'all literally open the floodgates. It's just like you're saying with, you know, with, with Fearless Fun. It's like, you know, no, no, no. Like, why aren't you sharing? No, we want a piece of it too. We can dance. We know how to do this. And you know what's crazy is that Fearless Fun is a small organization compared to like Goldman Sachs, right? Who has literally also named made a organiz- made a uh, mm-hmm. a pledge to uh, was it a billion to black women? Yeah. Like, why are they next? Keep make keep that same fucking energy. Oh, and you know for you know for a fact they ain't gonna go oh, after them exactly because they don't want it with Goldman Sachs. You want to go after this little this little fearless? Uh, let me not say little mm-hmm, fearless mm-hmm. fund. You know, like you want to go after this amazing venture capitalist firm that is, has been doing amazing work for years. Yes. All because this one, one little Asian boy was mad he couldn't get into Harvard. I want y'all to really pay attention to this, how this affirmative action shit came about. This shit is crazy. This one little privilege behind Asian boy couldn't get into Harvard and got mad. Get your fucking weight up. Anyways. Ciao. What's next? Gotta pay attention to the Fearless Fund because the fight is, is still fighting. Yeah. Y'all really need to pay attention to what's going on because... Especially for the business owners, like, because mm-hmm. if they keep, like, we're sitting here talking, like, we they don't want it with Goldman Sachs, but you just never know. This is also true, right? You never know. Right. So, I, I don't know. I think that's it for politics. Everything mm-hmm. else. Oh, wait, no. We got local politics. Okay. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So, Governor Cooper signed an interesting bill. Um, 
<laughs> this is not important. You know. Why is this even on a discussion table? What the fuck is going on? Okay. I feel like Governor Cooper would be like, all right, fine. Just give me the pen. Oh, like, he probably do. Like, get out of my face Yeah, with like, come on, son. Anyway, he signed an interesting bill called HB4. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a wide-ranging law that um, basically requires, like, age verifications for certain things, including porn websites. So, um... For all you who dabble in that, come <laughs> on, dabble in the porn. Um, you may be required as of January first, two thousand twenty-four, to put in your age. You know, like so maybe. I mean, this could be a good thing. Maybe it could help against porn addiction. You know, because some people might be embarrassed to type in fifty-three. You know what I mean? No, they won't. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm trying to be optimistic about and it. And also, I'm thinking about like if this is to prevent kids going. Are you? People lie on the internet all the time. Yeah. I mean, and this is like, so basically age verification requires for commercial publication and distribution of material harmful to minors. So again, this is going to, and I don't know, this might, this might be a little deep because like, this might be kind of like a freedom of speech type thing. Okay. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, if a 12 year old wants to read about, um, you know, what's going on in the world, then mm-hmm. it's. Like the case you just talked about with the, you know, it's yeah. gruesome. Yeah. They should be able to read about that because that's, you know, yeah. they should know what's been going on in the world. So mm-hmm. um, age verification required any commercial entity that knowingly and intentionally publishes or distributes material harm for to minors on the Internet from a website that contains a substantial portion of such materials shall go through uh, use of commercially available data. OK, it's a bunch of government talking. OK, but basically, yeah, if you like porn. You're going to have to verify your age. So I don't think that's going to stop people. And I don't think it's going to stop minors either if they want to watch porn. I agree. Well, let me, so going backtracking what I just said, okay. news gathering organizations, this section shall not apply to any bona fide news or public interest broadcast website, video report or event and shall not be constructed to affect the rights of any news gathering organization. So I stand corrected. Okay. Uh, Governor Cooper. Um, so don't. just porn. Yeah. Basically. I, yeah. Porn. Probably YouTube though. It's going to be a lot. YouTube already asking you for being, you know, when you first make an account, they ask you, they? Mm-hmm, when you first, I mean, great. Anybody can lotto. Anybody can say. That, that's what I'm saying. This is when you, the age verification is bullshit because mm. people are liars. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a waste of time. I don't know, Cooper. Yeah, I'm kind of with sis here. Like, I feel like, like there's other things you could have signed. Like, you know. Okay, I'm 13 and then I say, you know, oh, I was born in 1986 and now I'm on this porn website. Yeah. What did that do? What did it do? I don't know. If I want to get to the porn, I'm gonna find a way to get to it. Damn. Especially on Twitter. I Shit, mean, and you don't need listen. I literally like was just scrolling and saw a whole threesome as I'm like, yo, yo. It's, it's it's ten o'clock. Right. You don't even have to go to the website on anymore, a Tuesday. It's on Twitter. Like you don't even and it just randomly too. Just like I mean, like that was somebody's response to a tweet. Like, yeah. this is my mood right now. Like, why do you have this video? Why is this saved in your phone? And that's what we need to discuss. We really need to unpack that. Why is that saved in your phone? Why do you have porn videos on your phone? Just save like You that? sick fuck. You're disgusting. Like, okay. Go clean your cell phone. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> anyways, that's it for policies. Everything else is kind of like all over the place. Okay. But not too much. Mm-hmm. Okay. What we got? Um... Uh, New York, are you okay? Home? Listen. I've learned way more about New York in like the past three days than I've needed to know. Mm. <laughs> Child. 
I've learned so much about New York City's infrastructure that I feel like I am like I work for the city at some point. Yeah. Because I didn't know that. Okay, first of all, New York was built over a bunch of rivers and lakes. Yeah. Had no idea. Mm-hmm. And what was it? The, the sewers. It was. It, been, it had been raining that whole week, right? Mm-hmm. And so the sewers or whatever can't hold as much water as fast as the water's coming down. So the whole city started to flood. Literally. Then I learned that rats can swim. Yeah. And are no, and are excellent swimmers and can swim as long as they need to in order to survive. Ew. Yeah. I just ew. Oh, sorry. I just listen. You know, that's uh, scary as hell, sis. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm from Long Island. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody loves that. Like, you know, Long Island. Then I'm like, yeah. okay, well, y'all be over there. Y'all floods. We over here chilling. Damn. Um, like, like seeing images of LaGuardia Airport. Like, imagine getting off a plane from like LA or something. And you have to literally walk through LaGuardia Airport. Yeah. It was horrible. Like looking at, I was like, yo, the crazy part is like, I mean, I saw like a lot of my friends like live on Long Island. So I, was, yeah. I have to like, I'm like, y'all good? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. my one friend that lives in Brooklyn, like she was like, she's out of the country. So it was like, all right. Good but, for her. I know child, that's right. I know she coming home like. And it's like, listen. I mean, it was flooded. Like it was, it literally looked like Jones Beach out there. It was wild. It, I mean, how high, listen. Yeah, it was bad. New York is dirty. It is. And so I'm just thinking about that water. Yo. I hope all y'all go and get them tetanus shots. No, for real. Because. Yeah. Was that water mixing like with the Hudson River water too? Probably. <gasps> Ew. Yeah. I don't want to. Hudson River, East River. Yeah. It's a lot of decaying bodies down there. <gasps> Drug money and shit. I remember somebody told me like, you shouldn't say that. I'm like, that's a known fact. I mean, have you never watched Law and Order? Everybody knows that they be throwing bodies out there. Like, that's what like, yeah, but we're going to go like jet skiing. Like, that's nasty. Not touching that water. That's disgusting. But anyway, that's real, yo. That would be right. that would be my sign to move out of the city. Listen, you already know I love New York. Yeah. I'm always gonna love home. Mm-hmm. But I literally be telling people like, and you still want to live there because. And the dude was telling me that the city is. I told you, I'm like, I, I'm like, okay, I'm like, you could work for mayor, like, yeah, like Eric I, Adams. I know all about the infrastructure. Now. Okay. Anyway, so it's so many like the city is sinking. Because it's all the buildings is so heavy. It's just people living on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Like people, like they, they. That's been a conversation for years, and like especially now that TikTok is very popular. Yeah, like it's becoming more like the conversation keeps going. But like y'all not paying attention here. Like there is a possibility one day that Manhattan could be underwater. I keep forgetting that like. New York is that close to the water mm-hmm. because it's a concrete jungle. You know what I'm saying? And so. It's, it's almost so jarring to see like, whoa, what? This is the city. Like, this ain't supposed to be happening here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it almost kind of makes me nervous for like here because thinking about like how all they just keep throwing up apartment buildings and like, y'all, there are so many places. And mind you, I've been here longer than Sherelle, y'all. So mm. I've been here for 23 years, wow. give or take. And I've seen, like, there are areas here. Yeah. That used to be all trees and yeah. they have like whole plazas apartments and it's like I believe it you know I'm a, I'm a bit environmentalist too yeah so you know how I feel you know me and the environment we real tight and shit okay um <laughs> <laughs> that's your friend that's my friend I mean it should be but it's like it. sometimes I'm like where's the we gotta stop 
Yeah, like where's the no? Like yeah. where's the denial? Yeah, now? like where's like, the where's where's the point where we where yeah. we as a a government, a society, and a nation decide? Where y'all? It's it is October something. It's like October third or something like that. It's October third. Okay, mean girls, I got it. So fetch. But Sorry. I try to make fetch happen. It's yeah. not going to happen. Ah! Okay. No. <laughs> I will be watching. But it's that like later. it's October third. And I can really just walk outside with no jacket on right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. It is. I'm worried. I mean, I don't really know. Like, Mother Nature is, the earth is mad at us, y'all. Listen. I'm scared, sis. I will never forget the first time I watched Michael Jackson's The Earth Song Please. video. And I think that was one of the first times I realized I have a really, I have a decent conscience. Mm-hmm. Because I think anybody that's witnessed that video Yo. and listened to the words, mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you did not cry, listen, and I was like 10, yeah, like that man said, what have we done to the world? Mm-hmm. Look what we've done. Y'all not fucking me. <laughs> Michael <laughs> might be the reason I'm an environmentalist. Michael Jackson. No, for real. <laughs> I will never... Ever forget seeing that video? I was like, the elephants and, and the fucking trees. Like, no, why are you cutting them down? That video should have came with a fucking trigger warning. No, seriously, because it was like dead animals. Yeah, yeah. It was really very. Yeah. He- but no, Michael Jackson might be the reason I'm an environmentalist. Yeah, and how I, that way I feel about it because I'm like, I don't even have that song on my like. Oh my, no, no, no. I, I no. If it pops up, absolutely it's not. A whole I don't even want to hear. No, no, no. Next. And y'all be out here in them fucking hurricanes playing that shit on TikTok in the wind. <laughs> y'all ain't shit either. We just about to die. Y'all out here in the wind. Right, just playing. Give a damn. We like, just really watched this man like on the news get like struck by lightning. He's sitting in the water talking about, oh. Right. Like, what is going on? It's, I'm it's just, okay. New York. I'm it's wor- not, but. Listen, I really feel like, this will be my last thing. I feel like New York is a marker for everything that's about to happen to the rest of the country. Well, think about it. In like, terms of like Even like in terms of like gentrification. Because remember oh, yeah. the first time we really heard about it was like... Brooklyn. Yeah. And we were like, what? White people are doing what? And they said, you know... Like putting putting in like Barclays Arena, like mm-hmm. it's great. It, it, mm-hmm. it created a whole bunch of jobs and everything like that. But it's great. But it's like when you actually go to... For people that grew up in New York, you would go to Brooklyn for what it used to be. Yeah. And then going there now, you're like... Mm. That's what like... And this is no shade to anybody from Brooklyn. Right. But like, I'm not scared of y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's like... (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, okay. And Mm -hmm. so... Yeah. Because like, when I say you could be out on Atlantic Avenue at like 2 o'clock in the morning and there's white people just riding their bikes. I've been to Harlem. People just walking around with fucking Whole Foods bags. In Harlem? Like, yeah. In Harlem? I will never forget the first time I ever saw that. I was on my way to brunch and I was like, mm-hmm. what is mm-hmm. this? Is a Whole Foods in Harlem? Mm-hmm. That's real. Okay. Now, I'm not going to the Bronx. Y'all can have that. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going there. But, like, it's it's the truth. It's like, mm. that's so scary. I mean, but it's right here in Charlotte. Look what's going on. Like, Man. people. You know, townhouses on Woodlawn. Yo, Jesus Christ. Townhouses on Woodlawn. That's the Exteca across Yo, from QT. It's crazy. What a great selling point. Yo. I want to talk to a real estate agent that's, that has those. Yeah. Because it's like, what, what, what? How are you selling? What is your selling point? How are you selling this? Excellent views. 
of but they probably telling them what's coming in the works you gotta know what's coming up to sell it yeah that's true because i'm just like mm-hmm. yes the airport is five minutes away but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's no way i'm sitting on my back deck mm-hmm. when there's a crack motel behind it i'm just saying but anyway child baby's four about to be ooh. see baby's ford wait what's over what's that street near not near the, the original tyson the big sh- that goes. Northrond Street. They got them brand new apartments over there. Where by by Tyson's? I can't. I am so bad. I cannot think of the name of the road, y'all. I'm so bad with street names. But it's across the street from the park. That's on that other. Sh- anyway, I just. Hmm. I haven't been over there in a minute because I'm like. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to that Tyson no more. Yeah. Like for what? For what? I feel bad for it. But anyway, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Baby's Ford is the one road I'm not like worried about because I feel like that's a lot of black owned growth mm. there. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. They've they've started to widen the road over there. That's how I know the whites are coming. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what we got next? Well, um I'll tell you where the whites aren't going. They're going <laughs> they're not going to Idaho. Um <laughs> which is <laughs> Which is weird because <laughs> you know it's Idaho, right? But this was kind of like crazy news that was coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like an Idaho hospital had to shut down their whole maternity ward because of their strict ass abortion laws. That's so crazy. this is wild. So, um, hold on. So, a hospital in northern Idaho is ending labor and delivery services, citing staff issues and the state's legal and political climate. Um, climate. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. So basically, this they're giving an example. Like, so this one lady who was forty three had planned to give birth at her home mm-hmm. in Sandpoint, Idaho, a northern town. Okay, blah blah blah. Uh, really? Um, and she started to experience complications. She was rushed to Bonner General Health, the only hospital in the area mm-hmm. with labor and delivery services. And after a emergency C section, she gave health to a baby girl. Mm-hmm. Cool. However, now with like everything that's going on, like the board of directors and senior leadership team said they made every effort to avoid eliminating labor and delivery service other than overturning abortion. This is only like, so this is, and this would be my thing as a reporter. And what is it that you actually did? What, what is, what effort, what documentation can you provide to show us how you attempted to stop this from happening? You can't. You can't. We hoped to be the exception, but our challenges are impossible to overcome now. Um, this is from uh, the Bonner General Health's uh, board president. So, Sandpoint residents will have to drive at least 46 miles Yo. to find the nearest hospital providing prenatal birth and postpartum care. So, this is this is the whole issue with with abortion. Like, and I'm hoping that politicians are really seeing what, mm-hmm. how messed up everything is with this. Because mm-hmm. Roe versus Wade wasn't bothering anybody. Nobody. It was not bothering anybody. Nope. So you want these women to... You're for, oh. Oh. It's okay. It just happened. You're forcing them to have babies. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do when some of them die? Because they're not being able to give the proper care. They're not being able to be given the proper care needed. What are you going to do then? Because now you face a murder charges. Because mm-hmm. you're literally limiting people of healthcare right now. Yes. Especially women. They don't care about that. This is sick. They don't care about none of that. Get your ass in there and have them fucking kids. 46 miles? 
That's crazy. What is that? Like an hour? Is that two hours almost? I don't know. Yeah, maybe about an hour or so. Let's see. Currently, Idaho has three separate near total abortion bans. One that prohibits abortion after six weeks of pregnancy. So let's, let's look at a timeline here and how how soon a woman can find out that she's pregnant or not. Some women don't find out until mm -hmm. they're like two months. Okay, you're talking six weeks of pregnancy. One that bans all abortions with exception for rape, incest, or the life of a pregnant person. But the hospital is 46 miles away. Mm -hmm. And one that allows family members to sue doctors who they believe performed abortion care in civil court. This is so frustrating. Ladies, this is horrible. This is so frustrating. According to the American College of um, OBGYNs, yeah. less than half of all rural women live within a 30-minute drive to the nearest hospital offering prenatal care. Rural? That's wild. Ooh, I don't know. That's wild. I was just like, like talking about like purchasing a house and things like that. Like, yeah. if there's not a hospital within at least ten miles, yeah. I'm not gonna like. Yeah. I can't move there. That's one thing I always look for. Miles. Like, where's the closest fire station? Mm -hmm. Where's the closest hospital? I mean, police stations that doesn't really yeah. matter, but where the two, those are the two, and closest grocery store. Yeah. Where are those things? So. I feel ter I feel really horrible for those women, and and I and I hate that, and I hate that the government doesn't care enough about them to think about yeah. Their and this is what I'm saying. It's like you're making these big general changes, mm -hmm. and now somebody in fuck ass Idaho somewhere yeah. can't get care for their unborn baby or whatever because you are like yeah. I don't know anything else about women's rights. I don't need I don't right. know anything else about women's bodies, but I know I want women. Um, it's, it's, this is because white women don't want to have kids, but right. I, they want white women to make sure they keep having babies so that they can stay the the majority. Ooh. And so now there are women in rural Idaho who got to drive forty six miles. Yeah, like that's crazy. And you know what I'm gonna say? Go ahead. Get your fucking ass up and vote. I mean, I because this is ridiculous. This is crazy. The woman who actually had her baby, she said that the OBGYN that delivered her daughter is leaving the state. Like, I don't got time for this. Like, and good I for get her. It. Good for her. And I get it. Yeah. Like. I think a lot of people are going to lose good doctors like that because of restrictions on mm -hmm. what they can and cannot do in terms of like, you you're know. So, you're talking about you. the family can sue the doctor. So, like, if I decide to have an abortion mm -hmm. and... You know, my parents are overly religious. They can sue a doctor because what I decided to do with my body. That's crazy. You don't know if I was raped or if I just had a one night stand and I just don't want a baby or me and my partner just had unprotected sex and we just not ready. That's it, crazy. Well, I hate that. I do too. I really do. It's really sad. Um, the other thing that's sad is this one girl was killed in London. Wow. Um, just trying to be a good friend. Yo, really, really sad what happened. Um, she basically what happened was her and her friend were on her way to school. Mm -hmm. They were getting off the bus, and her friend's ex boyfriend, I think he was like sixteen or seventeen, mm -hmm. um, approached them with uh, some flowers. Yeah, was trying to give um his ex girlfriend some flowers. Um, the black girl intervened, was like, "We not doing this right now. This man, this." Well, yeah, I'm a woman, man. Pulled out a machete and sliced her neck. Yeah. Killing her. 15 years old. 
Her name was Elaine mm-hmm. Andam. Yeah. Um, this is really sad. Like, I mean, in front of everybody. It wasn't like it was in an alleyway somewhere. It was like they were on their way to school. So was that boy? I'm trying to go through. Was he abusing that girl? The the girl that she. They don't know yet. They don't know yet. However, it was an interesting take. I'm gonna pull it up. Um, I wrote I wrote about the story, and my editor sent me. She sent me um, a take of this popular mm-hmm. um, social media influencer, basically who was saying that like toxic masculinity. Mm was the cause of stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting. So hold on, I'm gonna pull it up real quick. If I come here, no, that's not it. Okay, here we go. The family of a 15 year old who was stabbed to death in Croydon have shared their heartbreak at the loss of their beautiful girl. I must say something that is going to be difficult to accept and I've been trying to find an easy way to say it, but I don't think there exists one. The radicalization and incelification of young boys, young teen boys is making them lose their innocence. And by proxy, we are going to be unable to see their innocence in adolescence because they're going to be a danger to society. And when I say that, I mean that so deeply in my chest that nothing is going to shake that because y'all are failing our boys. And I want to see them as young boys so bad. I want to see them as young teen boys that have the ability to grow and the ability to change. But you're failing them so much that our girls are getting the brunt of it. That 15-year-old black girl, Eliane Andam, got killed by a 17-year-old boy in, in the midst of trying to protect her friend from him because he premeditatively brought a machete just in case his ex, the friend, wouldn't accept the love note and the flowers. And now a 15-year-old little black girl is dead. We are failing our boys. We are failing them because you fail to acknowledge that society hates women and girls so much. You're failing and that you're creating monsters. Our young boys are becoming monsters. You think we want to go around seeing 15, 16, 17 year old boys as potential dangers to, to us, to young girls? No. But what are we going to do? What would you do if you were standing there and you saw a young teen boy running, chasing after some teen girls with a machete? This is the reality. Toxic masculinity, yes, it hurts young boys, right? It hurts men, but it kills young girls and women. It kills us. And let's have an intra-community conversation about young black boys, young black teen boys, because it allegedly was a black teen boy who killed her. What are we doing? When are we going to stop this motherfucking intergender war? It can't be a war when one side has the weapons. I don't want to hear, oh, that's what the white man, that's what the system wants you to think, that our young black boys and teens are dangerous. Well, the white man isn't in the room right now. Okay, because you're not hurting them. You're hurting black girls and women. Okay, black girls and women aren't the police. We're not the state. Where you're hurting us. And the thing is, it's been like this for centuries, for decades. But social media and us finally not showing the fuck up about it is telling you and showing you how bad it's been and how bad it is. It's going to have to be all men until we realize it's not this specific men, and that is going to start to translate if it hasn't already to our young teen boys. Do you understand the reality of that? It, we, we were not even sure if we can rehabilitate them. And we want to. We want to re- rehabilitate everybody. But not at the expense of our lives. First of all, she's not wrong. At all. And. Like, at all. It's terrifying and it's scary. And especially because they're, because now that everyone has a platform and so many people can just say whatever. Mm-hmm. And. You know, you hmm. know, she said we're feeling our boys. It also made me think of that. I don't know if you saw it, but there was like 
another like some white guy who has like red pill content or whatever mm. and he met these three boys at like a, a game or whatever and they were all like fuck women right because mm. he's that's you know that's the kind of stuff that he says you know and they were like I don't love women. They're like, they're like young. They're like 10, right. 10, 11. Right. And he's like, no, we love everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's looking into the camera, shocked, shook. And I'm like, I my mean, thing is like, why? Are you really shocked? Like, come on, son. But this is what I'm saying is like, I don't know about anybody else. You know what I'm saying? But I know here, like on head wraps and lipsticks, we make an absolute effort to think before we speak and you can hear that and you know i i leave a lot of the dead space in our show so that you you know especially if you're listening right you know like so that you know that we're not just talking out of our ass absolutely and i feel like a lot of people not a lot i will say a few but especially like men who are making content that is very anti-women. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're recognizing and realizing how detrimental their content is to the own people to the own people that listen to them. Yeah, and how that will influence generations of men to think absolutely horrible. And it just made me think of Tupac. Hmm. What would Tupac say? Something, something make the babies. Can we hate the ladies? And, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's right. Yep. And it's just like they hate the yep that make the baby yeah, yeah. Exactly what and it's, absolutely and it's, and it's like I think there needs to be a change in like male society. I think one men need to okay this includes everybody. Men need to be able to talk to someone. Mm. They also need to be able to show their emotions, but that also is going to mean that women are going to need to be comfortable with their men showing their emotions to them. And that's also going to mean that you, your family, your mom and your dad, you're going to also need to let your, your sons know that it's okay for them to cry, right? It's okay for your, for your feelings to be hurt and it's okay to express your feelings. Right. Yeah. And it's like, this is going to take a community effort. And you know what I think? I think there is way more of a community effort when it comes to like raising women in a sense of like, yeah. you, oh, get it, yeah, you, get it, you get it from everywhere. Especially, oh, yeah. Especially as black women, right? Like, right. You get it from everywhere, whether it's, you know, some old black woman on the street. Hey, baby, you know, mm-hmm. pull your skirt down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yep. all kinds of stuff. And I, and I don't see, and this could be just me, but I don't see as big of a community effort. Yeah. And I think that's because like women have such like nurturing spirits and whatnot. And it's kind of like indoctrinated in us to be, to care mm-hmm. more. And so like, it's very rare. I'm not saying that I haven't seen it, Yeah, no, I get but you. it's very rare that I see like men looking out for other men, mm. even men that they don't know. You know, it's like growing up in church, mm-hmm. like there was always, you know, I have memories of some of the older black men who actually used to, you know, we used to have drama club and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, they actually used to mentor some of the you. I mean, they're all grown now. Like, you know, my cousin DJ, all yeah. those people that were mentored and they seem to be doing all right. Mm-hmm. But somehow, some way, something changed. Yeah. Where it became from like, not wanting to be a mentor to like, I want to be a friend. I want to be your nigga. I want to be your friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, we got, you know, 45 year old men on podcasts talking about like, you're unmarried. Let me not say it like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Let me not say it like that. Yeah. But I think y'all get what I'm saying. Like somehow the trajectory changed, like the mission changed. 
And it was like, to your point, it was just like, you know, you don't need all that. You just need to learn how to be tough. You need to learn how to do this. You need to learn how to be that. Like, I mean, on Beyonce's Flawless, like, uh, what is what is the poet's name that was speaking on that song? And she was like... Uh, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Wow. You were good. Wow. Thank you. You're real good. Thank you. Um, She's anti-trans though, so fuck her. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, B, she might, she, maybe she, she didn't know that. She didn't know. She, didn't she know. couldn't be, mm-hmm. you know. But she was literally saying like, you know... Why is it that we teach women to marriage, but we don't teach boys the same? Like, mm-hmm. why is it like that? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I really do think that I, I agree with this with this creator. Mm-hmm. And, but the problem is I don't really know what could be done. Because, I mean, I see a lot of positive black men, you know, even here in Charlotte, some of you follow, you know, Rashawn Miller yeah. and, and, and you know, Young Citizen, mm-hmm. all those guys that are like, you know, even Gavin, you know what I'm saying, that are out is here. He, but he is. He, he sold he, us some janky microphone stands, though. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, they, they kind of portray somewhat of a positive image. Yeah. But, like, is that really being celebrated? No. More so, we're celebrating Blueface and, mm-hmm. you know, the baby. Well, let me not put him in there because yeah. I don't really know what he's doing. But, like, the blue faces and the NBA Young Boys and, you know, all that stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. just like... What do you expect them to do? Yeah. If this is what they're seeing, like, you know, or the Joe Budden podcast, where it's literally like just F woman. I really even had a problem with them, you know, attacking Brittany Renner on Shannon Sharp's podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, she was open to saying that I slept with 35 men. Yeah. And right. And y'all were, you know, and even Shannon Sharp, because I know you're a former football player. I know you had hoes. Okay. Don't even act like it. So, like, you're he probably hears her like shit, 35. Add a zero to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, it's just, what do you expect them to do when they see stuff like that? It's like, so if somebody says, oh, I slept with five minutes, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it takes a, a really, it really is going to take a reprogramming of society. But I think what's going to happen is it's going to, and I hate to say this, it's going to take a number of incidents like this mm. before a real change is made. Yeah. I agree. And I think I would even go as far as to say it might have to be something in legislation. But that's what, like, and that just kind of goes back to, like, what black people are taught versus, you know, white people or other races. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, growing up, I was kind of forced to watch the news. Like, you know, I would sit there with my great-grandmother. Yeah, for sure. You know, waiting for my parents to get off work. And I had to sit there and watch the news and pay attention to what was going on in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's not what's, you know, like... They're not forcing kids to watch the news. They're not forcing kids to see that Hakeem Jeffries yeah. is up there or Jamal Bowman or, you know, uh, Barbara Lee or, you know, who are you talking about? LaFonza Butler, mm-hmm. like all those, Kamala Harris, like, come on. Yeah. Those are people that, those are the people that you're supposed to be looking up to, like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. understanding what's going on and what could possibly change because of people that look like them, like. It's kind of, it's, well, not kind of, it is just really, really sad, yeah. but, um, I mean, we just watched a, a little 11 year old boy shoot two people. Yep. Sure did. Two they, boys. They, they're alive, but yeah. he about to go to jail for attempted murder. Second degree. Yep. Sure is. At 11 years old, he about to go away for life. It's done. Yeah. He's finished. Because they were bullying him. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, Come on, son. It shit needs to be fixed, man. Like. Yeah. There everything it just need all of it needs to be fixed. Oh, every single thing. So mm-hmm. um rest in peace to that young lady mm-hmm. in, in London, but 
y'all really need to be y'all really need to be careful with this anti-women anti anti-men like i even and i'll move on like i don't know if you saw there was a viral video a bunch of black men in suits lined up you saw that right they come out every year with that every year it's like once a quarter they once meet a qu- up. yeah mm-hmm. and it was like positive you know image of positive black men da, 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 da. and they all look good yeah you know some of them need to tailor but it's all good <laughs> and um i thought it was cool i was like oh that's dope mm-hmm. i'm just watching all of a sudden like why is a black man dressed in a suit like a positive image da, 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 da. and the first time i saw it i was like mm-hmm. but just kept seeing it and i was just like but it, it is a positive image of black men. They, they're not harming anybody. Right. They're not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. They all just decided to get dressed up. At least they have a suit. Yeah. Because a lot of young men don't even have a fucking suit. That part. So, like, what is wrong? Like, what would you rather see them doing? Points were made. Would you rather see them, you know, all this shit, you yeah. know, NBA young boy gang gang shoot them up, all that shit? Mm-hmm. That's what y'all want to promote. But when you see a line of positive black men doing that or black, you know, black men in the fraternity serving the community and shit like that, all that stuff, like y'all want to down them. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand, I don't understand society these days. Yeah. It's just a constant, it's, it's a constant attack on black women. I know we talk about it all the time, but it's, a part of me still has to like just, I'm not going to give up on a black man because I don't like there are things like that that come up where it's like, for what? I even yeah. saw somebody, they were talking about Country Wayne, the comedian. Yeah, I know you're talking about. He uh-huh. has to pay like 200, he admitted that he pays like $200,000 a month or something for child support. God damn. He has 10 kids. Oh, damn. And somebody was like, um, hold on, because I actually responded. I was like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, um, $200,000. Yeah, it's a lot of money. I ain't going to front, but Shit. they were like, um, letting us know your absent father unprovoked is wild. And I said, how does him paying child support equate to him being absent? Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so he says he's paid $200,000 because he can. He got a Netflix special. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he, if that's what he does, that's what he does. Why are you automatically putting him in a category of being an absentee father? Mm-hmm. What if he has custody of five of those kids? Real shit. What if he's housed all his baby mamas and kids on the same fucking block? Real shit. You get what I'm saying? Once because obviously he can afford a little something, something if yep. he's doing that. Yeah, right. And still able to work and do all this mm-hmm. shit. I'm not understanding. Like, so, you know, I, I just, I don't, I'm not a Country Wayne fan, country Wayne fan mm-hmm. but I was like, damn, like. Yeah. But at the end of the day, y'all still blasting future. Who don't take care of none of his fucking kids? Ooh, child. And that so is T. He's a hero, but Russell Wilson a, a, a cornball. Ooh, that one burns me up real bad. He a cornball. He, uh, he's a cornball, but future is like, you know, March Madness, Dirty Sprite, all that shit. Mm, okay. That one burns me up real bad. Yeah. Anyways, I'm done. It's okay. We only got like a few more things. Okay. We can wrap it up. Let's run through it. All right. So Michael Orr. Oh shit! Yeah, forgot this was on the list. Child, mm-hmm. he coming for them checks. So he is sick of them. People. Listen, he they ended his conservative his conservator his conservatorship. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that word always trips me up. They ended it right. However, mm-hmm. now Michael uh, Orr is like, okay, great, but y'all gonna run my money for my mental health, Damn. right? So. He said that he is actually uh, filing a lawsuit against his caretaker, Sean Tui and Leanne Tui, not over a legitimate complaint, but because of mental health, a mental illness brought on by his time in the National Football League. Damn. Damn. 
He said he is not done with them yet. So I'm going to read this and we can give our taste on it real quick. Because yeah. he said... Damn. Um, so this is like the basically the author of his book. Okay, uh, yes. The Blindside author. Said what we're watching is a change of behavior. This is what happens to football players who get in go get hit in the head. They run into problems with violence and aggression. Lewis also claimed that Orr, who played in the NFL from 2009 to 2016, was not useful on the football field until he met the Tuies in uh, while attending a private high school. Before moving in with the Tuies, he had been okay. Excuse me, he had been recognized as one of the top players in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. In August or, okay, yeah, so all this conservative shit. So basically, he's like, um, yeah, y'all, y'all can run me some money for that. But, all right, this is going to sound messed up, but mm-hmm. how do I say this? <laughs> I'm going to just say, nobody makes you play in the NFL. Like, like, okay. Like after a while, like after a while, if if it's if if it's not there, she's not there, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's like I just, unfortunately, I feel like a lot of black men, like Michael Orr, especially because of their stature, mm-hmm. are put into this box of like you need to be an athlete. You need to get her some money. When at the end of the day, that might not even be what the fuck they want to do. And anybody that watched the movie The Blind Side, obviously it was dramatic, you know, dramatized, but um, you could have went a different different way. You know what I mean? Especially like once you got to the NFL. If you didn't want to play the NFL, you know, you want to play for like five years, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, then you move on. Right. I don't know. I just, I find it, I find, ah. See, I find it a little odd. I don't know, only because he might have felt some obligation to, only because, and I, this is only, I didn't read no book, okay? I didn't yeah. read a book, what I only saw the movie. So I'm assuming, like, okay, this family, they took me in, uh, they put me in their school, you know, I, I'm obligated at this point to go to the NFL because they primed and prepped me for this. So, I don't know. This is an interesting case to say Yeah, that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, sis. Yeah, this is, I don't know. Yeah. For your mental health? I don't. I mean, they did, they, they did say like, there was a lot of reports that came out with Michael Orr. Um, you know, like he was dealing with some Uber shit. There was a lot that was going on, but like, I don't know. This is very interesting. Yeah, this is. He said he gonna get his money either way. Cause I guess like to the author's point is like you know when you're getting hit in the head almost it almost goes like back to like Aaron yeah. Hernandez. Oh shit, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, well, no, I don't know. Aaron Hernandez was just a like a killer. If y'all, but he get, he killed himself too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But he like did. if y'all watch the documentaries on that I man, did. like he was just oh, he, yeah. like a double life. Yeah, a double life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know. This is interesting. Mm, very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. What else is interesting is that Kanye West uh, was like on a rant again. You guys tell me about this because I don't know anything. When I say I am unsubscribed from that man. I wish I was too. I am un. I need to be like you. I am unplugged. I really do. Okay. I need to be. Um, unplugged. So 
apparently there's like some documentary that's either being created or been floating around and some leaked footage came about where he was just running his mouth about everybody Mm -hmm. per usual but the people he was running his mouth about is people that he has like music with so he was talking about like you know i'm saying like you have made hit records with these people and you talking shit right so anyway um here's what he was talking about cardi b y'all know how i feel about cardi b so i was like don't talk about her Mm -hmm. so here it is talked about <laughs> talked about Cardi B talked about Pusha T um talked about Corey Gamble which I don't know what Corey Gamble does like other than date Chris Jenner like what does he do I don't I mean I watch the Kardashians weekly and I'm like I got annoyed because like they all went on like a girl's trip to Cabo and yeah. he was there I'm like why are you there because like, he ain't you got, got nothing to do like seriously but anyway um yeah, talking about Cardi B, was talking about a whole bunch of people, um, you know. Uh, Cardi B, I mean, Nicki Minaj got herself replaced, okay? She did that on her own. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know what that's all about, but. I don't know either. I yeah. don't know. I told you I'd be unplugged from that man. Yeah, I kind of wish that, like, people would just, like, leave Kanye West alone, but. You are notified. They're making a documentary about him? It's either they're making a documentary or this was like leaked footage from who mm-hmm. knows. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, the last two things that are weird, like, so apparently everybody's phone. By the time this oh, wait, out, yeah, it'll be, it'll be over, but <laughs> yeah, so. Well, Another thing, I don't know if this is weird. Um, this is the last thing, but like mm-hmm. they found allegedly uh Tupac's murderer. Mm-hmm. Uh they arrested Keith D. Keefy D. Keith Keefy D. Keith D. Did they find like some DNA evidence or something? Uh, Does he have the murder did he have the murder weapon? I when I let me okay. Mm-hmm. Now you talking about like you being unplugged from Kanye West? Mm-hmm. I am totally unplugged from this twenty-five-year-old fucking case. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. Like, <laughs> I I don't care. Like Tupac has been gone. Unfortunately, he was taken from us. Is he? I mean, true. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, there's been reports that he's still around. But like, I mean, if he's around, cool. But I, I don't know. It's just like. You know, society's obsession with him and Princess Diana is weird. Him in the Biggie case, I'm I'm out I'm out of it. Yeah, there have been at minimum fifteen documentaries. Yeah, about those two cases. Yeah, and I'm just like because I mean let's I'm gonna be a conspiracy theorist here. Yeah. I mean the fact that they literally died right behind each other. Mm-hmm. 
I think we pretty much already know what happened here. I mean, like, let's just be very transparent here. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Tupac was killed. Literally a couple months later, Biggie was killed. Mm-hmm. Both were killed out West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, you know, I just kind of wanted to wrap it up and just let them like, Re- rest in peace. Let them rest. Um, you know, yeah, I let it, let it rest. Suge Knight said that he is not going to testify in the murder trial. Um, he also is alluding that they got the wrong guy, but at the end of the so day, then who, okay, right. Who is it then? So they can stop, right. leave the public alone with yeah, this cause information. It, like, cause if you know, I feel like I'm being harassed with this information. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, yeah. Every, I'm telling you every year there's a new documentary or something, there's a new episode of some tr- true crime show. And tonight we're going to talk about Tupac and Biggie's murderers and how the bullets hit the car and how it didn't hit the driver and even how come Puffy came out alive, which are, one, valid questions. But, like, okay. Well, Puff wasn't in a car with them. No, Puff was in a car with Big, right? When Big got shot? No. He wasn't? No. Mm-mm. He wasn't in a car with him. He was behind him. Oh, are you sure he wasn't in the car? Yeah. I watched Notorious way too many times because he ran towards Oh, he ran you're right. towards the car. You're right. So, um, you know what? I have a take about documentaries and this is coming from a document documentarian mm-hmm. in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, I really think there should be a limit on how many documentaries per story should be made. Like mm-hmm. this, these murder murders that, that- in South Carolina, we don't care anymore. That that man killed his wife and son, and that's that. That the fucking John Bonet Ramsey. Oh my! Another case. Like, come on, son. The brother killed the sister. Let's move on. Yes, you said Princess Diana. I mean, and I don't even know why we're still talking about that. Like, it was a car crash because the paparazzi is fucking weird. What else we need to talk about? <laughs> I don't think that's what. Oh, I, I think it was planned. Hmm. See, this is why we keep getting documentaries about fucking Diana, right? <laughs> I think I think the the queen and them had something to do with that, or at least I feel you with that. I I can I can yeah I can get behind that. I can get behind that. But yeah, the, I, I I that yeah I can get behind. There that. are definitely a number of documentaries or stories. Good enough. No more Steve Jobs either. That not he's it's a wrap on that. Oh Elizabeth Holmes too. Yeah, she was yeah. a crook. Mm-hmm. Yes. Next. Yeah. I don't I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. sometimes it's just like. You have to understand that people are being paid in high places yep. to make shit go away. Because like John Benet, especially John Benet Ramsey, mm-hmm. like nobody broke in the house, nobody heard anything. The whole other, the rest of the family was alive, and she was killed in the family's basement. I mean, it's just I just feel like it's like a, like it's like a, a toddler puzzle, mm-hmm. big ass pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know what this is. Like I mean, it's it's not very hard. Leave me alone. With the math is mathing there. Y'all leave, just refuse to solve the equation. Leave me alone. Yeah. With it. I don't like it. Yeah. That's it, That's y'all. That's it. That's a good show. This was a this was a, a good one. I I really really enjoyed this. Yeah. Like I feel so relaxed. I do too, man. Right. I like I like this vibe. Like this is really chill. Y'all are not gonna get any more films. Ever. Like, no, I'm you kidding. will never see me on camera again, bitch. We're just, Sorry. <laughs> like go to my TikTok. Maybe I'll post there, girl. Damn. <laughs> 
Damn. Um, that's it for this week's episode. Do we have any reviews? Um, hold on, let me see. We do. Oh no, not on Apple. Hold on, oh. let me see. Hold on, let me see. Yeah. Because we were getting some comments yeah. on um YouTube. Let's, let me see. Yeah, hold on. let's see. Hmm. Hold on. Mm, I'm holding. I'm holding. I'm holding. Oh, people were just like responding to you. Like they were saying they used to fuck with Dane Cook heavy. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. He was that girl. I'm telling you, he was. No, he was with your girl. That's what it was. <gasps> um, <laughs> that's what that was. Um, somebody also was agreeing with me about the perfume commercials. Like, mm, yeah. you feel me? Yes. yes. Um, see, anything else? No, no five star reviews though, huh? No, but a lot of comments. Like, somebody said, it's so draining hearing some men openly and proudly bash black women mm -hmm. for the sake of hate. A headline could be about water, and they will stretch their necks to twist the narrative <laughs> about how it was black women's fault. If only they could be this passionate and, uh, about this, blah. If only they could be this passionate and driven about voting vocally. Who, child? That's from not. Who? Nishaylin. Nishay Lynn. I know that's right. You know what I'm saying? Grand so, opening, grand closing. Y'all be kind of sounding off in the comments, and I'm here for it. I love it. I love it. I'm, I ain't gonna more of that. More of that. I mean, this is a really long one, but um, yeah, y'all be sounding off. Yeah. And I can appreciate it, but y'all still need to go. Yeah, sound off on them five star reviews. That's all. That? That's yeah. All we ask. Like, we don't really ask for much. I don't. So. We really don't. You feel me? The, the bare minimum, if anything. Yeah. It, you know? Agreed. It really. Anyway, that's it. That's that. Please follow us on all of our social media. We're on Twitter at HeadRapPod. Yeah. We're on Instagram at HeadRaps and Lipsticks. Hmm. Check out our Facebook page, HeadRaps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Go to our website, www.headwrapsandlipsticks.com, where we have cool next and t shirts that are for sale, but not on sale. Mm -hmm. Our cash app is dollar sign HeadRapPod. And we are on a bunch of streaming platforms Spotify, SoundCloud. Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, mm -hmm. iHeartRadio, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. If yep. you had left five stars and a review, I would have read it, but you didn't do that, did you? Damn. You didn't. Damn. It's okay. Is it though? Oh. Oh. Hmm. Anyway, sis, what's your joke? Hmm. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually going to give you the joke that I sent you the other day. Oh, God. Because they didn't hear it. But this shit is funny, y'all. Like, okay. listen. What do you call a French guy being mauled by a lion? What? Claude. <laughs> <sighs> that is so funny. Yeah. Oh God. Get it? I got it. Claude. I, I, I got it when you text me on a Friday night <laughs> with the joke. I that got just it. shows what I do. Yeah. Harass, oh. Harassing me with corny jokes. Yeah, whatever. All right, y'all. We'll see Ooh, you next week. Peace, y'all. Bye. Bye. I'm going to the camera.